What happens if the Biden administration, or perhaps, sometime soon, the Harris administration, is already dead in the water? The fallout from the catastrophic withdrawal from Afghanistan is still building by the minute, and congressional investigations, plans for high-profile hearings, and whispers of impeachment are already rumbling throughout Washington. This isn't a summertime thunderstorm of a scandal, it is a Category 5 political hurricane that will destroy everyone in its path. Joe Biden will stubbornly, some might say obstinately, try to ride out the storm. However, the drumbeat of bad news becomes more incriminating with each passing day. Worse yet, this fiasco might culminate with a Carter-esque hostage crisis if Americans remain trapped in Afghanistan now that no U.S. troops are on site to assist them. This is certainly going to build toward a crescendo of rage as more details of the gross stupidity leading up to this debacle are revealed to a disgusted public. Now take a moment and consider this blood-curdling thought, we're only seven months into Joe Biden's presidency. What else could happen during another three years and five months of this train wreck? Desperate efforts by Biden and his media enablers to shift the conversation from Afghanistan are likely to be futile. The stench of defeat and surrender now clinging to the White House will not dissipate for a long time. Moreover, the political capital that will need to be expended to dodge the subpoenas that will be soon dropping on desks throughout Washington is going to consume much of the remainder of the Biden-Harris administration's rough ride in office. Damage control is going to devour governance, at a very dangerous time for our country. Our nation needs yet another debt limit increase to avoid default. Flashpoints around the globe are testing our military, which has been traumatized and disheartened by the weak leadership of Joe Biden and his team of befuddled advisors. Our allies are pulling back and reassessing their relationship with America in light of our humiliation in Afghanistan. Terrorists everywhere will be emboldened by the Taliban's triumph and the Biden administration's continuing foreign policy blunders. Crime in America's streets has risen dramatically, and veteran police officers are leaving in droves. Our nation's once secure borders have now become a joke, and drugs and criminals flow freely into America. The COVID crazies are continuing to strangle our economy with heavy-handed restrictions that are driving a tsunami of bankruptcies, business closures, and residential evictions. Our children are being cheated of their futures by educators who have little interest in actual education, and the damage done today will cripple our economy and country for decades to come. Fuel prices have become so onerously high that Joe Biden recently resorted to groveling to OPEC to ask for increased oil production. They laughed and said no. Can we wait another three and a half years for a president who can be presidential? That the only prospect more terrifying than Joe Biden bumbling through the remainder of his term is Kamala Harris trying to go eyeball to eyeball with China, Russia, or Iran, all she would do is giggle. Our current options seem to run the gamut from catastrophic to disastrous. There is, of course, still the ongoing question, which the mainstream media continues to ignore or ridicule, of whether Joe Biden and Kamala Harris were legitimately elected to office. I can only imagine what would happen if compelling evidence of electoral fraud were presented from an state audit or other source. A crippled president trying to fend off accusations of cheating his way into the Oval Office would usher in a constitutional and national crisis that would paralyze our country. Partisan differences would turn into chasms that would divide us as perhaps at no other time since the Civil War as Donald Trump sought to assert his right to the White House. Are there any other options? We rapidly move into the realm of both the unbelievable and undesirable after we pass beyond the mechanisms of constitutional change or avoiding the 2020 election based upon clear and undeniable evidence of monumental fraud. No one wants an insurrection, and few desire a military coup, but Joe Biden himself is creating the conditions for both with his incoherent, misguided policies, and disrespectful behavior, surrounding the humiliating Afghanistan surrender and withdrawal. 
Could any of us have ever imagined a family member of a slain soldier screaming at an American president to hopes he burns in hell or a gold star mother calling our commander-in-chief a demented piece of crap on live national radio? The seething rage of citizens, retired service members, and active-duty military personnel, who all saw American citizens and Afghan allies abandoned to the tender mercies of terrorists, has crystallized into a national revulsion that calls into question whether President Biden or any member of his administration will ever be trusted again. This is not a matter that can be dismissed with a careless wave of the hand, and it will persist no matter how often Joe Biden checks his watch. They say time heals all wounds, but it is likely that time will only cause American anger to fester and boil over. Joe Biden will survive in office as long as Democrats believe it is in their best interest to stick with him. However, if he seems to be dragging down the party's candidates in the 2022 midterm elections, it is certain they will be looking for the most graceful path to pushing him out the door. All that might save him in that circumstance is that Kamala Harris is the most unpopular vice president in modern times. Democrats might decide it is better to brave the frying pan than leap into the fire, which is about the saddest vote of confidence a president could possibly expect. No matter how we look at it, America is facing years of turmoil, confusion, and danger with Joe Biden in the White House, and an equally troubled future should he leave tomorrow. Historians might look back on this year in our nation's history as one that fundamentally weakened us, but I expect we shall struggle through this for no other reason than we have no option but to do so. It will be painful, but our grim perseverance will have to be our salvation. However, we should learn the lesson that national elections are not a spectator sport designed for our entertainment, whom we put in the highest and most consequential office in the land is a matter of the greatest importance. Those who thought it wise to vote for a president and vice president whose only apparent qualifications were spouting chirpy and meaningless platitudes while, with the active complicity of the news media, avoiding discussions of substance altogether are today experiencing the consequences of their folly. Three years and five months is a very long time to wait for a mistake to be rectified, but all of the shortcuts are fraught with risks that could result in catastrophes beyond our imaginings. Let us use this time to investigate and remediate the problems that put us where we are today, hobbled by weakness and wobbling in the Oval Office, while we look for a path to national redemption and renewal in the years ahead.